Hey guys, this is Table Talks with the Tares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm Ash. I'm MJ. And today we are talking about working out, the Teslas, <laughs> the future of technology, exercising, and steps, and our house. Yeah, so today we uh, are doing an update on an episode that we did really when we launched the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're checking back in with where we're at and really keeping ourselves accountable in part to the journey that we're on. And then also just a little recap on a brief stint that we had with an electric vehicle that I was able to uh, rent, which is a lot of fun. And so you can hear Ash and my strong conversations <laughs> around what she thinks versus what I think. Around the car that goes vroom vroom. Uh, around the car that goes vroom vroom quietly. <laughs> so. But very quickly. All right. But anyways, here is the episode, and we hope that you enjoy. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Today we're gonna talk about you. Okay. I don't think this is. I don't think this is the best time to talk about it since I've been very inconsistent this past week. <laughs> I think that's the best time to talk about it. Great. So. Do you want to talk about the Model 3? <laughs> well, you do. Tell me. Tell me, love. Well, you know, I was able to rent one the last 24 hours. Okay. And it, I think it changed my life. Changed your life. Just Electric like vehicles are the future. You heard it here first. Actually, they probably heard it somewhere else first. So remind me, like, tell me again what makes you nervous about them. No, we're not doing No, this. we are. No, no, we've put my heart on blast on this podcast. Love. Today, No, I just heart. need. No, I just, I want to hear. Listen, there's, <laughs> there. you had a smile on your face when we went vroom vroom on that Tesla Model that 3. That car is so much fun, I'm not going to. It is. And you're worried about what? Listen. I just want one answer. No. Love. I'm just, you know, it's just. Is it is it the stigma that like oh we're so like, hoo, hoo, hoo. wait what What's is it thing? the stigma of having uh, an electric vehicle that started off in like the eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollar range? Well, there's that. I mean, that's not like because now you can get one for less than forty. We're not talking about me today. We're no, here. but I'm just. I'm honestly. I didn't really put together, okay, what it is that you, you're concerned about. And we will eventually get to the health stuff. This is just because I am a conspiracy theorist, okay? There we go. You know this. I mean, this isn't new. You know exactly what it is. Yeah, but I just... We're going to put our whole lives online. And then the next, you know... But the what next makes attack you... is going to be on America's infrastructure. So you think some? I'm not saying. Listen. Okay. There's a. There, you say you're saying there's an <laughs> adversary out there <laughs> that will control all of the Teslas on autopilot. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying. You have said this. No, I'm saying if we put our entire lives online, including like the vehicles that we drive, machinery that we use, like yeah everything about our lives is that a bad thing though no i'm not saying it's a bad thing as long as there is governance in place to keep up with technological advancements and our like government literally cannot keep up with the advancements that are coming out especially with ai so i'm just saying if it's in the hands of the wrong person right who's to say that like our whole infrastructure and 
everything that we've built our lives on wouldn't just be totally, you know. Listen, I'm just saying there's like this piece of me that's like, man, I don't know why you're asking me to like make myself so vulnerable. Like, I'm so not. I'm just, I'm literally so talking about my fears <laughs> online. <laughs> I mean, there's a nice Amish community that we that's could not what join I'm up. That's not what I'm saying. So we could, we could be less like the English. That's not what I'm saying. I love that car. It is so fun when you step on, it's not even the gas pedal. Like I don't even know what you call it in that car. Yeah, it's, it just goes. It, yeah, it's amazing. I'm not going to deny any of that. Okay. All I'm saying is I just am trying to, I would have to wrap my mind around. So you're not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. Not by any means. It's just the like worst case scenario thinker in me. I told you this. It's like flood insurance where like you never think about flood insurance because you're like, Meh. but Until if you don't have floods. it, yeah, then it sucks. You know, so I'm just like, what about emergency situations where yeah, like, like how you have no battery? I'm thinking of like the people in California right now yeah, who are trying I'm to evacuate. I'm literally. What if you can't because your car is just like out of battery love, and there's no supercharging stations? All right, since around. we're talking about it, the number of times you pull up in that Odyssey and there's maybe <laughs> 10 miles of range left on it. This is why I just don't know if that kind of car would be good for me. No, I already don't do well with regular cars. No, it's perfect for you because you pull up into the house with 10 miles of range (laughs) and you plug it in and you leave the next day and it's got 100%. Okay, I'm just saying. The other thing too is, no, no, we should, it, it needs to be like, where do you draw the line? Like, should we start planting our own vegetables babe if you're having a very emotional response to this no i'm just (laughs) trying to have a very i want us to be unified in the decisions that we make financially and otherwise i never said i don't want us to get an electric vehicle i'm just saying it's just different and i just gotta wrap my mind around it all right it's yeah. just different stepping into that thing. You're like, this is just like a different animal. If by different, you mean awesome? Then yeah, yes. it's totally awesome. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's just weird to think about, is it not strange to open up the front of the car? <laughs> like, can you not just, like, And not me? have an engine in yeah, there? Yeah, it's just weird, you know? <laughs> it's just like, wow, this is different. Yeah. This is very different. Yeah. So... You know, it's just like, I'm just trying to think, are there any scenarios we would put our family in where like you're relying on that vehicle to run Mm -hmm. without going haywire or just like crapping out? Yeah. And simultaneously, like with also the assumption that there will always be superchargers to like plug in. And I get it. If you do it at your house, yada, yada. But what if... I don't know when you're traveling. That's a different story, you know? Right. So and, and I get that, like, probably anybody who drives a Tesla is like, it's not a problem. Like, this, these are zero concerns yeah. to, to have. Yeah. But when you don't have a Tesla and you don't know, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Right. I just have questions. It's no, that's like, fair. You know, it's just different. Other, yeah. And it, with the issue with it crapping out, too, is if you think about the dr- cars we drive today, there's literally explosions I get that. I'm not, yeah. There's fuel, spark, and heat that propel your car forward. I get that. And I betcha when that first car was invented, people who were riding horse-drawn buggies 
We're like, I'm never going to get in that thing. That thing's going to explode in my face. Okay. Anyways. I know you're building a strong case for this. And I, on the record, just want you to know that, you know, I am in support of the decisions <laughs> that you want to make regarding your personal vehicle. Okay. I'm, I'm a hundred percent in support. Of it. <laughs> and just also getting used to the idea of, yeah, it's just different, babe. All right. For it's sure just is. different. It really and is. Also, and, and, you know, it's just, it's not something that we're going to be doing here in the near term. Anyways, it's just fun to dream. Yeah. It's super fun to ride in. Yeah. That car is like, it's, it's not like anything I've no. ridden in. So literally the other thing is like, I'm a terrible, like I'll admit I'm a, I'm the, like a female driver. I'm from New York. Like that's like the worst combination to have. I'm a horrible driver. You're I, not, I've you're a great driver. Like, no, you're, you, you are a fine driver. Okay. One time, like in high school, when I got my first vehicle, I like was backing up and backed it into our like porch. Like I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a good driver. I will gladly so, and humbly admit that like, so if you're riding with me, better say a prayer because your life's on the line. Well then that's when the <laughs> so EV what, will come and help you. I'm, I'm not saying that it won't help me. I'm just also saying I'm afraid I'm going to wreck it. And it's a pretty nice car. Right. And you know, so in my mind, I'm like, just don't get the best of the best. Just get what you feel comfortable wrecking. Cause it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what are you okay with losing entirely yeah i'm just like i can't yeah I'm, too, I, I'm not i'm not the best driver i'm just gonna okay. put that out there so i would be i would be afraid of driving a vehicle like that yeah well it was just fun it was fun to rent it was it's fun to have for fun. 24 hours yeah and shoot we might even just do it again just for the fun of it i mean you would trust if you got one you would trust me to drive it 100 percent without doubt so much pressure without a question what if in i mind. came back with a scratch i love that's why we get the cheapest one moth and rust is that yeah what and it's also like it's a utility it's like a tool no it's a very glitzy tool all right this is like the it's nicest. shiny yeah it's a it's a it's a shiny tool but it's a tool and it's meant to get you know it's meant to put bring people from point a to point b and the thing know. about it you're sounding really detached but i have a feeling that if you did uh, no i really one, won't be because the part of the reason you would want to get something like that is because there's actually less for you to do in terms of maintenance and upkeep sure i agree with all that but then why is the ceiling all glass that what if you get in an accident that seems dangerous <laughs> <laughs> that seems like shards of glass in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> plus the sun hello <laughs> i'm not trying to sunburn my head i have to start wearing sunscreen <laughs> on my scalp <laughs> yeah i don't understand that and somebody that i know that owns one first one of the things he did is he actually put a little shade that attached that's built specifically for the sunroof because it's all glass and he says it gets really hot yeah and like well you've got a glass roof of course it gets hot I'm just anyways listen again you know we can continue this conversation I'm yeah, not opposed fun. to it by any means I want you to you know have your 
the nice things that you want to have. I, I just as long as it's within budget and right. as long as you're okay if I, you know, just ding it up a bit because right. I'm probably gonna scratch and ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I re- I really like after driving it today. I was like, oh my gosh, I just returning back to a different car is just. Oh, yeah. It's such a step down. It ruins you for life. It's like, it's a massive step down. And so. But we also have a Honda Odyssey. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> two different big, worlds. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. It is fun. I'm not going to lie. First it, time you went, I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm at a theme park. <laughs> I felt like I was on rock and roll coaster. Yeah. Where it goes like zero to 65 and, you know, however many seconds. It's just yeah. Like, it's fast. Oh my gosh. This is so. It accelerates. Fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster right now. I'm glad you were able to do it because... I I've, mean, I love that kind of stuff. I yeah. am a daredevil. I am adventurous. And that's a little bit also what worries me. But I also... I think up till yesterday, we were only... I was only talking to you about it conceptually. Yeah. And how has it changed for you actually like now riding in one? You were you refused to drive it, which is unfortunate. <laughs> because you rented it. <laughs> I'm not going to wreck the rental. Jeez. So... How does it, how has it changed since driving it? Like actually sitting in it and experiencing it? Yeah. Cause you were sad fun. that I wasn't going to come I back know. with I it. Like, come back so I can drive it again. <laughs> no, it's wicked fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'll be taking night trips out all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And the <laughs> thing is, I would feel so safe with you driving it. It's just, like I said, love. I'm just not. Yeah. Cause the other thing is like, if you're not. If you're not going... I'm mean, scared I would play too hard with it, you know? <laughs> the thing is, like, if you're not going EV, the next car, it's hard to even justify paying that kind of a price tag and not get an EV. Like, you would want to go as, like, cheap as possible. And so, to me, like, the car we currently have... Yeah. ...is really the only other realistic... Like, I wouldn't want to spend a dime on a car. And I know you had mentioned, you know... I mean, I've always got a soft spot for a Toyota. So <laughs> those cars just... They last. They, yeah, they they wouldn't die if you wanted them to. Exactly. <laughs> please hit my car. Yeah. Please. Nobody's, yeah. No. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is it's just hard to feel like you are getting the same value for your money if you got, the, if you spent the same money. And it wasn't an EV. Okay, you're building a strong case. I'm not saying that. But I'm also just saying, look, I don't know. Someday we continue to move everything online. Some country is just going to shut us down, babe. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. I I feel like the same thing has been or could be said about the cars that we use and know and like utilize every single day today or even just the apps on our phones yeah that oh you know this these things are influencing our decision making and yes to all of that so yeah i'm glad i was able to get you in one because man i just i just remember looking over at you and you were smile like i'd never ever seen you sit in a car and smile from the pure experience of the car (laughs) (laughs) you're just sitting there smiling i know and i was like oh man she caught the bug <laughs> i feel like she you would not because prior to that you're like what are you talking about you're crazy 
we're not going to do this. And actually getting to test drive it was a lot of fun. Oh, so. it's wicked fun. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about I want questions to you want to ask me? You. Okay. Yeah. Back to you. Okay. I want to ask you for a mid-year update on your health journey. Yeah, so I've been going to the gym consistently for a year now. And by consistently, I mean up to and not including this past week because I hadn't gone all week. And but that was because, you know, I was traveling. I had to go to Lynchburg today in the Tesla. <laughs> um, but it's been a year since between compound lifts using strong lifts five by five and now using maps and i think i'm on my like third iteration or third round of using basically a variation of a lot of compound lift free weight lifting and i'm learning but a year in i feel like we've you and i have done a lot of just like research alongside with it really just starts with like how do you do these correctly and then it bleeds over into all of these research studies that actually are showing that compound lift is actually very healthy for you beyond just the physical mm-hmm. aspects, but like neurologically it reverses osteoporosis and all of these other like really good things that to me for as long as I can. And I think this is something that I've just been more consistent on than any other form of exercise aside from playing ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, I could just really see myself doing this for a long time. So hopefully this will, this habit of doing it over the past year will bleed into just continuing it on um, for hopefully the rest of my life. We'll see. But it really starts with making sure that I go to bed early and wake up early so that I can go to the gym. Cause unlike you, I go to the gym in the mornings and I am with the, mo- I'm with the five thirty AM crew. Nice. So, how have any of your goals changed since being here? Since being here? Mm-hmm. No, not really. Okay. I think programming for me has been really helpful and just being consistent. So mm-hmm. I think consistency is something that I'm striving for. And then just the actual strength goals are a little bit less important to me. I'd still like to hit them, but I don't think that's where I'm prioritizing my energy and effort right now. Yeah. Um, probably because we were in a new place. And so I had to find a new gym. Yeah. Finally found one that I like. And it's not as nice as the one that we had in Lynchburg. But shoot, it's... Which is kind of weird. Yeah, but... <laughs> Surprising. But it's like less than a third of the cost of the one in Lynchburg. Yeah. So yeah. I'm willing to do the trade-off. Yeah. Because it means us saving some money for the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What... How did you stumble across Mind Pump and get into their programming? YouTube. So I was watching a lot of for, like the strong lift videos on uh-huh. how to do squats, deadlifts, uh-huh. overhead presses. And then I think they had a question and answer video clip of them answering. Because I was also curious about the effectiveness of strong lifts as a whole. Yeah. And they actually asked, answered the question of whether or not strong lifts is a good workout program uh-huh. because it's very, it's like very linear progression, progressive overload yep. approach where every time you go to the gym, you add five pounds or two and a half pounds or 10 pounds or whatever right. your thing is. And so 
the way they answered it is it was very complimentary of strong lifts where they're like we base all of our workouts actually on the big five which is what they call mm-hmm. those big major compound lifts yep. that you do in strong lifts and so i was in- intrigued and started like just watching or listening to their other stuff and then i eventually started listening to their entire podcast mm-hmm. i don't listen to their podcast hardly any at all now but there was a stint there like maybe when judo was a little bit younger mm-hmm. and we were like trying to put him to bed where i would just pop my airpods yep. in and I listen to that. an episode and so they have a lot of just very helpful tips and they are a lot more going into like the nutrition part as well as the lifting which is the next thing that I think we should, I should try to be focusing on, try to focus on is the food part because you can only be so effective in the gym. Mm-hmm. It seems like eating or what you eat is just as if not more important Yeah. in hitting your health goals. What are some of your like habit goals? Habit goals? Yeah. In the gym or otherwise? Just... In your health journey. Like food-wise? Or what do you consider to be important? Oh, what do I consider to be important? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I think with the gym, it's real. It's not necessarily just getting stronger mm. as much as it is being able to keep up with the kids. And I want to be 10, 15, 20 years from now, be able to just, you know, Jude's going to be 21. That's crazy. And just be able to not feel like I can't, play with him or you know do some sort of physical activity with him because i've just let my body deteriorate to the level where i'm not even mobile anymore Mm. as as an extreme case um and so hopefully this habit of consistently going to the gym which has been the result of me actually following programming which is strange because nobody's telling me to do anything Mm -hmm. i just follow something and it makes me so much more consistent than just trying to go to the gym and figure out what I'm doing while I'm there. Having something pre-programmed for me has been really effective in staying consistent, which I think it's just like the consistency piece and um, making sure that what I'm doing is actually effective. And so far I'm still seeing progress, but I know, I know that the next step is just making sure we sleep enough yeah, and then making sure I eat a speci- like a certain way that's conducive to maintaining or continuing to progress in the lifts and things like that. I talk like I know all of this stuff. Like I'm a year in, You're, you know, it's just like I'm figuring all this stuff out. And But you've seen massive gains. I, I think so. I've seen them. Well, thanks, dear. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't necessarily feel, I mean, my clothes fit me differently slightly. Mm. I don't feel like I'm a lot different but it has translated over a little bit to just feeling less um you know i i mentioned this last time we talked about it where doing something difficult early in the mornings mm-hmm. makes you less apprehensive or fearful or anxious of tackling difficult tasks at work throughout the day mm. and so just that pre-programmed exposure to things that you're uncomfortable with actually seems to be producing some sort of effect where I'm just willing to do tasks, more willing to do tasks or face things that I might tend to avoid had I not gone to the gym. And doing that just helps me be, you know, that's like almost like an effect of 
going to the gym helps me be more effective at work. So those are all things that I've just observed over the last year in practicing this that I've seen produce seemingly positive effects Hmm. beyond what we just do in terms of lifting weights, Mm -hmm. squatting, Mm -hmm. things like that. Hmm. Long ways to go, but I think the progress is worthwhile. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, your pants are getting tighter around your thighs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. How long do you think you'll do the program that you're doing? Or I guess at what point do you feel like... I don't know. How do you know when you need to change things up? I think maybe if if I don't feel like I'm progressing in weight or in strength, Mm -hmm. I might want to change it up. But... What's interesting with how it's programmed is it's a 12-week program, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and you do... It's either nine weeks or 12 weeks. I think it's a nine-week program. Anyways, it's three sets of different program, uh, different styles or different protocols where one's like lower rep, higher weight, and then the middle one is in in between. And the last one's like very pump oriented where it's like higher repetitions and several sets which is what i'm not used to and so the even the variety within the programming makes it so that you mix up what you do and you're not doing the same thing all the time so in terms of like what would make me change it it would really just be whether or not i'm continuing to see the progress and in my third iteration so far i feel like it's still tackling those areas that I think I would want to see progress in and mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoy it too. So, you know, these guys that I bought it from have a lot of programs and they tend to go on sale from time to time. So whenever there's probably the other reason I would do something else is if there's a sale on something else yeah. where they do a bundle and I don't know, I'd be interested in maybe like a performance program or uh, something like that. So are we going to talk about you? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can't. So where are you at? Yeah, I actually feel really good in my health journey. Not that I'm where I, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm where I want to be. But I think bouncing back from now I'm a year out from having Jude. It takes me like a full year to a year and a half, I would say, for both kids now. Granted, I've only had two. So (laughs) for my subset of two, (laughs) it takes me every bit of a year to just hormonally get myself mm-hmm. things regulated especially if i'm nursing it just does a number to my body hormonally yep and so to feel like i'm at a place where my body and metabolism is even like remotely working efficient or i don't even know if efficient is a word just like i feel normal and good about how things are functioning um and just my sleep is getting better. My hair is starting to grow back from like postpartum hair loss and things like that. You know, like there are visible signs that hormonally things are working the way they should. Um, so anyways, all that to say, I feel like this past year is just like getting my body to a point where I can actually feel like now I can work on my like physique in the way that I would want to, you know, And so, you know, the other thing is when you're pregnant and have a baby, your abs separate. So, so much of my time in that year is also like bringing my abs back together and getting my core strength back to where 
I can do like strength training stuff mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm exacerbating, S- splitting your abs. Back yeah. Apart. Like just making a situation worse. So, yeah. um, it just takes a lot of work for me to get like basically like repair my body <laughs> from the labor and delivery process. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I am still doing the program. You know, we did this, an episode with our health journey back in January. I'm still doing the same program. Faster, it's called Faster Way to Fat Loss. And it combines carb cycling, intermittent fasting. Um, on your So there's two lower carb days as yeah. you know, pairing the nutrition with the workouts. On your low carb days, you're doing cardio. And then the rest of the week, you're counting macros and strength training Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's kind of all of those things and i would say i follow that pretty loosely right now i was a little bit more strict counting macros at first just to get used to what the heck are macros and how do i make sure i'm getting enough protein in a day and so right now i'm aiming for 140 grams of protein a day which is feels like just a lot of protein yeah (laughs) to be consuming but I've gotten to the point where I know basically what to eat in a meal that's going to get me at least a 40 to 50 gram shot in a meal, you know? So yeah. I feel really good about that. I'm still eating my favorite foods. Like I'm I'm loosely like yep. following my macros. And, you know, if we go out for ice cream, yeah, I'm going to have ice cream. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like it's I not don't, restrictive. Yeah, I don't want to deprive. I don't want to have that depriving mindset is just not good for me i don't feel like i take that to good places so um so yeah in the strength training piece i feel extremely strong i'm using 25 pound weights for a lot of the things that i'm doing Mm -hmm. i mean today was a total body like strength day and i used my 25 and 15 pound weights and we did supersets or no, we're doing straight sets right now. So the first was a front squat and then an overhead press, alternating arms. Nice. A dumbbell thruster, chest press, hip thruster, and chest press with hip bridge. And I was using 25 pound weights and I felt really strong doing that, especially like the overhead stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think I've moved my goal towards quote unquote bouncing back or from baby, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever that means to, I want to be my strongest, healthiest self. Like I am on a day to day basis, picking up babies, bending down on the floor, carrying around equipment. Like there's so much that like my body is just taking a beating in this season. Plus there's like sleep deprivation, you know, there's all these things. And so I'm really just working on getting as much sleep as I can drinking the water, you know, enough water, especially, you know, it's been so blasted hot. Mm-hmm. So I just need to be drinking water. I need to be fueling my body properly. I need to be, I don't know, just these little habits that are setting me up to be in a place where I am mentally, physically, emotionally like present and able to be the person that I want to be in those spaces, mm. you know, whether it's wife, mom, like whatever it is, like, yeah. I want to be able to be fully there and doing a good job, babe. 
Thanks, love. So I feel really good. I feel like I'm starting to see more physical results now that I feel like, like I said, it just takes me a really long time hormonally Mm -hmm. to bounce back from the like labor and nursing gig. (laughs) So um, I feel like my body is starting to look like I'm strength training and doing all these things, you know, which feels really nice. And so I think for me, it's just moving the like trajectory just having more of a long-term mindset of I'm not going to be where I want to be in three months or six months that may have even worked for me in my twenties. You know, there were seasons of my life in my teens and my twenties where I could just like do the thing for three months and get exactly the results that I want. And it's just not, my body is not respond that way in my mid Mm thirties. And so I need to be treating my body well, but also like graciously, you know? And so that's kind of where I am with that. Nice. I feel like I've, I went from, I say I started this journey when we talked like talked about our health, not in a good place because I went from keto for two and a half years to two babies in two years. One of those years, well, actually both, both babies were born during quote unquote COVID. So mm-hmm. it's just like two COVID babies. It's just, you know, yeah. like I wasn't nearly as active in that time. <laughs> as I had been any other season of my life. Right. And I had two babies in two years coming off of keto. It just, all of that together, I feel like wrecked my body. Right. So I, yeah, am just trying to recover some poor decisions I made. (laughs) And also be a lot more gracious and thankful that I do have health. Like I am in a place where I can work out. I can lift weights. Like, what a gift that is because, you know, not everybody is in that place health wise and health's a big deal. It impacts every other area of your life. And sometimes, you know, I feel like you don't really realize that until something doesn't work. Yeah. Or yeah. like you get sick or right. you're in pain and it's just like, man, some people live like that mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I've been working out lately, I've just really been mindful of that and just, really trying to root myself in a place of gratitude that like I get to work out. Right. (laughs) Like I get to do this and I get to make my body stronger. And that's such a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that can go, that can be said about even just like our conversation earlier about the cars is that we can look at these things with envy. And at the end of the day, we should realize that we should be grateful for what we have. Yeah. Otherwise it's going to be, it just becomes really unhealthy. Yeah. Um, as to like why you want this car or even like why do you want to go to the gym right and that like you know we shouldn't take it for granted that we can do this and it is a privilege to be able to go out and exercise even though sometimes it doesn't feel like uh, sometimes I don't feel like doing it so yeah I feel like something surprising that has been a game changer for my health recently is adding stairs we have right. stairs in our house for the first time right. we did it in our last house and just that alone yeah has averaged more steps, steps for me in yeah. a day like when we first moved in i was averaging 20 steps a day or sorry twenty thousand steps a day yeah. whereas in our other house steps. i was averaging i was trying to average eight to ten thousand a day yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and i was just blown away by right. how it makes a difference. much more yeah, especially having steps. to take them upstairs for their naps and things like that. You're oh, constantly yeah. going up and down. Yeah, or laundry. Yeah. 
what a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's honestly really, I feel like that alone, just adding more steps. I've been now, I mean, that was, we were also unpacking and stuff. So there was that. Now that I'm just normally going about my day, I'm averaging about 12,000 steps a day, 12 to 15,000. Yeah. And I feel like that has made a massive impact mm-hmm. on just my normal like fat loss goals. Yeah. <laughs> just just adding steps into my yeah. day. I feel like it it's also been helps a game that- changer. It also helps that we no longer live in a neighborhood that feels like the base of Mount Everest. (laughs) And so we have like very flat terrain here in Charlotte. And whereas in Lynchburg, you could not get anywhere without feeling like you're scaling a mountain. Yeah. So that's more, you know, even though we did still walk while we were in Lynchburg, it felt a little bit more challenging to lug a stroller around. But with here, you just, I mean, you've been going in a, a walk morning. with the kids yeah. every morning so yeah i'm sure that plays a part as well and it sure helps the kids wear out some of their energy mm-hmm. by being out there as well so yeah i agree being here is definitely more conducive to being able to do a lot of these active types of things um not only because of our neighborhood's like super walkable but also because of the house itself has steps so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes things your your built-in activities by going up and down those stairs is that good that's all i got babe well hey guys thanks for listening to this episode of table talks with the tares we'd love to hear from you and if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about visit honors underscore dot com slash table talks to let us know and if this episode was helpful to you be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend we really appreciate your support All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table.